We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Support for this podcast comes from U.S. Bank. U.S. Bank wants to know how you reward yourself because they have cards that make every day more rewarding. Are you a points order, cashback guru, low intro APR lover? With U.S. Bank, it's up to you because they have the cards to fit your lifestyle. So earn more whether you're shopping at a gas station or a grocery store, even while planning a staycation. Learn more at usbank.com slash credit card. U.S. Bank credit cards are issued by U.S. Bank National Association N.D. Some restrictions may apply. Member FDIC. It wasn't a rush to 10 o'clock and switching this and switching that. It's like, like don't, I, I just... It's nine forty, and I'm practically done. <laughs> and and I'm like, like I, I, I'm just not going to overthink it. This is the Fantasy Soccer Podcast from RotoWire.com, your premier source for fantasy sports. For player news, rankings, projections, and the best fantasy soccer stats around, please visit RotoWire.com/soccer. And now here are Andrew Laird and Jordan Cooper. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Rotowire Fantasy Soccer Podcast. My name is Andrew Laird, Senior Soccer Editor of Rotowire, joined by Jordan Cooper on this Monday to discuss Saturday's Premier League slate. Jordan, how'd you do? Pretty well. That's a good one. You got when you have a hat trick in your cash lineup. Yep, that helps as well as the uh, Nacho Monreal goal and two assists in thirty something minutes. That's not bad either, right? Because that that's projected, right? Yeah, absolutely. It was a good call by right, you. A clearly point per minute, right? A point per minute. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, it was a good one. Good call. Um, I was actually furious, and I really shouldn't be that upset about it, but <clears throat> looking at my lineup, I actually thought I had Monreal in. I didn't have him originally, and then when I saw him at left back, I was like, oh, I should probably throw him in, and apparently never hit submit on my lineup. Ended up with Pablo Zabaleta, who I would have been perfectly fine with had Monreal not gone totally off, but... Like Zabalet ended up at nine and a quarter, which was pretty good for what were they thirty eight hundred? Like right. I was more than ha- I should have been more than happy with that. 
except that I'm looking at the 27 that Monreal scored, and I'm like, man, I really thought I had that. But Well, it's not just the 27 that he scored. It's that he's 27 that he scored with 50% ownership. Right. Uh, yeah, I don't know if he was that high, was he? It was high enough. It depends on the contest. Yeah. You were in 11 mans or something. Yeah, he was like 45, mm-hmm. 54. You know, they, I mean, 36. I mean, at least four people had him. I mean, maybe the big single entry or something. Maybe he was still, you know, 23 percent on something he's uh something yeah he was 17.9 in the in the 229 okay so it's uh, i mean i mean i cat i i cashed in that one fine anyway so it's really not the that contest that i i only play one lineup these days anyway but um the discussion last week was how much man city you wanted uh you put two guys in i put three uh one of which i was ready to change but i was at the uh UConn Villanova game and didn't have good enough service to make the switch. So I ended up with uh, Aguero, De Bruyne, and Leroy Sané, who I was going to switch to Silva. And when my phone didn't connect through, I thought to myself, I'm not sure there's that big of a difference anyway. So uh, it's not like I was getting angry at at missing out on that. Um, What made you stop at Aguero and KDB? Just to not overthink it. Okay. I mean, real, really, that's what it came down to. It's like they're the two most expensive people. They're the two. They're the two most where I know what I'm getting. Mm-hmm. Like you know, I, KDB may be overpriced for the the amount of uh, peripherals he may get, but he still gets peripherals more so, more consistently than Sterling or Sane. Silva's you know all over the place. It depends on what I, I mean. It was also Silva's only midfield eligible. Right. So I mean, if I that if I take him as one of my two, I have to find another forward eligible player that I want to play. So I mean, I when I making my cash lineup for the slate was uh, easier than most slates that I've played in recent memory. Interesting. I mean that the the uh, <clears throat> the consideration was more towards the bottom end than the top end. Right. It's yes. Like yes. Let, let, let me not overthink this. Let like it. It's once Watford's lineup came out, like putting in Pereira was just plug and play. Yep. Uh, with no cleverly, no holobus, you know. Then pl- I mean, it, the four crosses in like three minutes. Everyone was like, "All right!" Like it was one of those that like you get really excited and then you realize everybody has them, but like it's still nice to get the points. And then he was basically nothing after that. Right, but I mean, but yeah, how many points do you need out of a three? Sure, player? sure, sure. I mean, you're playing the 3K player that has a floor in order to fit in two high-priced forwards. Yep. I mean, I, I had no problem with that. And then uh, putting in Charlie Adam. Although, uh, Diouf and Chopomoti, like, there's no target there for really him to cross to. Yeah. So you're just kind of relying on set pieces. But, I mean, it's they're playing at home against Huddersfield. Mm-hmm. I'm, not, I, I'm not concerned about them playing defensively. They're going to attack. So it's like at 4,800, like, I'll plug... Pereira in, I'll plug Adam in, I'll take KDB and Aguero, and now what do I do? Like, I go for, I go from there. Mm-hmm. And then fr- from there, it's just a matter of who do I want in my utility spot? Because, like, I already, I already in my mind, was like, I want one of the Man United fullbacks. Uh, because against Burnley, regardless of whether or not Ashley Young has any share of set pieces, it's just that, you know, Burnley pack it in and they're going to have to cross the ball a bunch. Lukaku is a target, so why not? Uh, and even if I don't spend up on Young... Like, where do I go in the utility spot? I mean, as it is. Mm-hmm. So. I was surprised I, where you ended up. What, with Matt Phillips? Yeah. Well, I mean, uh, he, he was fine. I mean, he was he was the one of many considerations until I saw that what, what it, I'm, I'm, 
you know, shifting around deck chairs on the Titanic type of situation. <laughs> Not a, like, it, it doesn't really matter. Because I plug, like, the after those four, the, the next guy I plugged in wasn't young, but was Nacho Monreal. Yep. On, only because, uh, I mean, if you saw, I mean, we, we didn't talk about it on the Thursday podcast because, number one, you don't know whether or not he's going to be back. Yeah. Uh, and you don't know what formation. He, I was going to say he hadn't played left back all season. Right. They were playing a back three, and his value in a back three is like Cesar Aspilicueta. You know, he's a, he's a guy yeah, a that, yes, man's... can come forward. Yeah. Yep. But in a form, but Nacho Montreal is an attacking fullback. Like, he's as much of an atta- attacking fullback as as anyone else in the league. Bellerin is more attacking, sure. Kalisanak is more attacking. But it seems like Kalisanak is out of favor yep. or whatever. Sure does. Because he's seen Maitland-Niles starting as a wing back. And he came on from Montreal. Right. But once Montreal is back, then they could they could play a back four. And they're playing Crystal Palace at home. So they, they don't have to worry as much defensively. But I also saw that... Uh, it was Jaka and Elneny together, yeah. and not Ramsey. So, like, it's two natural defensive midfielders. Not Ramsey, who's a box-to-box, who doesn't mind getting forward, and needs some defensive cover for him. So I'm like, okay, with two defensive midfielders, Montreal can attack. You know, I, I look at Ozilin, so that takes Jaka off the board yep. for, for anything. And I go, like, like who would I take on, on, on Arsenal in, in, in a lineup? And it's like, Montreal's 3,800. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's going to get forward. Uh, he's drawn to a clean sheet. I mean, he's on a favorite. Why not? I look at anyone else. It's 3,800. I go, what makes them any better than him? I was going to say, you like, if you saw a Stoke home favored fullback at 3,800, you'd consider him. This happened to be Arsenal. Not necessarily, because it depends on the on on the, how they play. I mean, I, I don't I view Nacho Monreal higher than Eric Peters. Mm, okay. All right. Then Josh Tymon. Yeah, the, I mean, like the, the new guy they have. I think Bauer. I think people would have played him a lot more at thirty eight hundred. Right, but he wasn't thirty eight hundred. Right, right. But I'm saying I you, be, you, you have a home favorite against... and a thirty eight hundred dollar fullback. That guy usually sticks out. Right, but I mean, he's he's better than Pablo Zabaleta, who I did play also in lineups that had Monreal and Zabaleta mm-hmm. together. Uh, because I like the I like the West Ham. I like the West Ham fullbacks. Sure. I mean, playing as wing backs. I mean, you have Cresswell, who's you know, may take a share of set pieces because I'm Masuaku. But I mean, forty nine hundred versus Zabaleta at thirty eight hundred. Yeah, they've known across the ball too either with Anatovich playing as a kind of a false nine. Uh, How many so, were you expecting I, out of Montreal points? Realistically, seven and a half. Yeah, you know, something like that. Mm-hmm. But that's all I wanted. Yeah, thirty eight. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Right. I mean. Young, I needed a lot more. Young, I needed double digits. Yes, but I but I'm going through now. Now I'm putting in KDB, Aguero, Pereira, Adam, Monreal. So now I have a defender, a goalkeeper, and a utility position. Mm-hmm. And I go, okay, if I go all the way up to let's say someone like Mares, like if I can't, I can't even fit in a goalkeeper because I can't even put in like Zabaleta, and then I, I have too little money for even any goalkeeper. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, okay, I can't go all the way up, which means I can't take Sonny or Sterling or anything and take a third Man City player. Uh, I think Albrighton is overpriced for if I were to take like a 3,300 defender, uh, a cheap goalkeeper like Pope or something, and then take Albrighton. I didn't like it as much as taking Young or a mid-range midfielder. Mm-hmm. So it's like, okay, then I take take us. Now we're into the 6K level. 
So going through the 6K level options, it's like, like, do I want to take Good Munson? No. Do I want to take even Sigurdsson at 7K? No. Uh, do I do I want to take uh, a second Watford play? No. Uh, do I want to take Shik- I can't pay up for Shakiri. Do I want to take Moy? No. Ince? No. I go through all that. Ozil's too expensive for doing. Like where where am I going? Like there's there's nowhere. I'm not taking any Newcastle. So it's like you know, like Brunt over for Phillips. It's like Phillips has more open play value in a game where they're and going to be behind because they're playing at Everton. Okay. So I think I thought they were going to get less set piece opportunities, but they may have to, you know, more wing play, right? Which favors Phillips. Brunt, I have to rely on them getting, you know, fifteen set piece opportunities because because right. he's going to get a he's, it's going to split between him and Phillips anyway. Exactly. But in open play, I prefer Phillips. Okay. Uh, and they're priced about the same. It wouldn't yeah, really matter either way. So I'm like, if I'm taking someone in that, let's say I take anyone in that range, then I can pay up for Young and then take pretty much any goalkeeper, you know, 5K a down. Even if I go all the way down to, like, Pope, like, where am I going from from Phillips? Yeah. No, I mean, where, where do I go? What do I, what do I get from that? Nothing. So if I take go from Young all the way down to Zabaleta, like, where do I go from? I still can't get anyone that I, that I, I, don't, I don't want Shaq- I don't want to play Shakiri and Adam together. I don't want to play Albrighton. I, don't, I mean, I, it, 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 they're at a level where I would have to punt all the way down at goalkeeper, and I'm already playing guys against those goalkeepers. Right. So it's like, okay, let me. I'm playing. I'm playing West Ham players in my GPP lineups. Uh, so if I'm going to pay for any, and, and I'm not playing any Everton, so it's like the two goalkeepers I'm looking at are Adrian and Foster. Those are the two goalkeepers I play, mm-hmm. Adrian and Foster. And then I also played Pope and GPP in lineups that didn't have Young. That I played Monreal and Zabaleta together. Okay. And that's, that's kind of the way. And then I Pereira and Adam were just plug and plug. Just give me points. And then, you know, in GPP, I just switched around the Man City forwards. You know, I just, instead of KDB and Guerra, I played Sterling and Guerra. Or KDB and Sané. You know, like, I didn't play any Sané. I just played Sterling. Mm-hmm. For multi-goal upside. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and, and there, I mean, that it, it, it wasn't a rush to 10 o'clock and uh, switching this and switching that. It's like, like, don't, I, I just... It's nine forty, and I'm practically done, <laughs> and and I'm like, like I, I I'm just not going to overthink. If I overthink this, I'd rather not. Just this, this seems the most straightforward thing. I'm just going to roll with it instead of tinkering and uh, second guess myself. So that's why it's like, well, I could spend down. I could take. I could go from KDB down to Sane, and then go down from Young to Zabel. And then, who do I get? Who am I getting? Am I going to play Ozil in a cast? Ozil and Monreal? No. I mean, I, I'm, I'm not getting anyone. Like, and Mares is 91. This is too expensive. So, I mean, I didn't see any value of doing, you know, something like Aguero, Sane, Mares, and then not having Young and going down to Zabaleta. I'm like, what am I getting out of this? I'm not getting a higher floor. I'm getting a higher upside, but that's not the purpose of this lineup. The upside would be adding a Man City guy in. No, but no, I'm switching out Man City. No, I know. Guys. I'm, I'm not adding right, a third right. one. I'm saying if you if you were concerned about upside, you would have looked at another Man City guy. The one the guy that I so I uh, had Young locked in pre-lineups and when lineups came out, I just I thought I thought I could get 7 points out of whoever fullback that I got instead of 
maybe 10 for young. Like I wasn't overly optimistic about young to the point where no, I, I was, I wasn't, him. I wasn't either. And I was kind of surprised that he was lower on than I thought in most of my double ups. Yeah. I just decided to pay down at both spots. Like I, which is fine, <clears throat> which, yeah. which would have been fine. Just and for people that were playing three man city players, that was the play. Yeah, you had to. Well, yes, right. Yes, well, that absolutely. that was the play. Right. Um, yeah, I went Zabaleta Ziegler. Uh I went Kabai instead of Charlie Adam. I think part of that was I was just so frustrated with Arsenal and figured Kabai may be able to do something. All of a sudden, it's four nothing, and I was like, I'm not sure if that actually does help me in the game script. If Kabai is going to be the one flying up on the wing to cross in, but. He was fine. He finished with 11. But the only guy that I considered other than Sané in that in my utility spot was Mares. And I feel like every time I play Mares in cash, I think to myself, why am I playing Mares in cash? And sometimes he scores and I was like, "Oh, that was a great play." And then I see uh, he scored on his only shot. He drew one foul and he had two crosses. And I was like, "I'm not sure this is the cash guy that I thought I was getting, but I can't get too upset because it's a goal. But yeah, Sané wasn't great either. I was basically playing him for a Man City route and it turned out the route was basically Aguero and KDB and that was it. You didn't really need a whole lot of anything else. Right. That's why I didn't overthink it. That's why I'm like, instead of like, I'm, I'm going to go for the floor because once you take three Man City players, you need a route in order for each of those players to make value. Yeah, I guess the way I looked at it is that I liked... Ziegler and Sané more than Young and one of those 6,000 midfielders. Yeah, I didn't even consider Ziegler. I mean, I, I he's a viable play if you don't play Pereira, but am I playing two Watford players on the road to Leicester and on a seven-game slate? Yeah, I did. It was fine. Right, well, that, 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 well, that's the point that I always look in terms of, like, that's why you don't play Shakiri and Adam together. I mean, I mean yes, you it can. It seems they take away from each other. I'm not sure Ziegler's... Right. More than crosses, which is why I was a little more comfortable with it. Right, but instead of playing Ziegler, I could play Zabaletta. I, I played no both West Ham players. Well, okay, well, because yeah. well, I'm already playing Montreal, and you did. Right, right. I could have played then, Montreal then, I, instead. Right, and Adam versus Goodbye was easy for me because Stokes at home is a favorite versus Crystal Palace on the road as an underdog. I mean, like, and these are set piece taker types. These aren't wing. These aren't. This isn't Matt Phillips. Yeah. These aren't winger types. This isn't Anthony Knockhart types. <laughs> You know, guys that, you know, if they're da- even good, I, w- I would have, t- to me, good Munson, I could give you some reasonable chance because he has some open play value. You know, when they're coming behind from behind and they have to cross or something like that. Kabai's in the middle of the field. Yeah, I, I, I was fine with Kabai thinking that they would get enough set pieces for him. Right, like but he's priced down. He's priced down. If you right. said you played Pereira, Adam, and Kabai, and Kabai is your utility player, and then for I don't know, I mean I don't know even know how you'd do yeah. that because <laughs> you'd leave money. You'd have to pay up for two, def- two I mean, defenders. Two defenders right. everywhere, right? Uh, but I'm just saying, if you if you did that, uh, but Pereira at three K, I don't care that he came off, you know, sixty whatever minutes. I mean, yeah. Like, I agree. Like that. That's it was an easy. That one. to me was the easy. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't matter. He only got four and a half. I mean. You didn't play him. I mean, that's you can make a case for not playing Adam. You can make a case for not playing Montreal. You can make a case for not for for for. You can make a case for playing only one Man City player and just playing Aguero yep. or something. But I mean, I don't think you can make a case for fading a three K guy that's on the majority of set pieces mm-hmm. for a Watford 
who are, yes, an underdog, but it's not like they're playing Man City. Right. They're playing Leicester. It's not like they're playing a top-four side. Yeah. And that's kind of how I felt about Kabai. Like, the reason I liked Kabai over Adam is I knew he would take everything that they had. But maybe it's right. just moot because they would have gotten the same had, you know, since we you're not expecting Crystal Palace to get a ton. Kabai ended right. up taking I'm, 10 I'm, corners, so... I'm not that's... saying Kabai was a bad player. Yeah, no, I, know. I mean, like, I'm that, saying that's that, why that, I went Kabai over Adam, though. Right. I mean, my main thing was was, was like I Matt Phillips. It's not like I targeted him. It's just like I oh, fit in that spot, and I'm not. I'm not like upset with any product. You know, get eight point whatever point. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's. I mean, that's all I needed. I mean, no, what, what am I expecting out of that spot? What are the people in that range are worthwhile taking? Because yeah, I mean, there's no one on Everton that I'd take. There's no, I mean, there's no one anywhere on other, any other team that I'm going to take. I'm not taking Tom Ince <laughs> in cash. A lot of people played Pritchard. I'm, I'm not going. It's too, too, too little evidence yeah. when there's other players. Like he also wasn't that cheap. I was going to say 52 is, is more than I was willing to pay for a maybe he'll have set pieces. Yeah, but you, you pay 50. But even, even, let's, even if that's the case, 5,200, whatever. On a different slate, I I think that's that's more of a viable play. But not on a slate where you already got Pereira at three K, you got Adam at forty eight hundred, you got Kabai at forty six hundred. I mean, you got you already have options in that range yeah. that are much better plays that are going to be higher if, in per cash lineup. That I mean, Pereira is going to be eighty percent owned at three K. It gives and gets ten twelve points. I mean, you're so far behind. And if he gets four, it. it, it, it doesn't hurt or help you, so it's okay. Just plug him in and don't worry about it, <laughs> right? Then, then you're playing Pritchard because, like, I could have played Pritchard instead of Phillips, and that would have given me another six hundred to do what? Right. What am I doing? What am I? Where am I going from Adrian to who? I can't even go all the way up to like Ederson. I can't even go up to I. I can't even go to to check or 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 to hey. So like, what am I even getting there? Nothing. So what? What do I care for a one game sample size? On a slate that already offers midfield value, yeah, it wasn't I mean, you. You take you take away you put you put that you put cleverly back on instead of Pereira, and you take uh, Adam off, so it's you know just Shakiri's in. Now, now you now I could say okay if you played your midfield value as a uh, as Kabai Pritchard, and played two Man City players mm-hmm. and paid down at both Zabaleta and Montreal. Okay, that would make Mars. That would make so much more sense. <laughs> Right, but we have we you, you, you already you could spend less than eight k on two midfield spots with multiple options. If you're trying to plug and play Pritchard in, I think you screwed up. There, one guy that I did have in my lineup that I basically tossed as soon as lineups came out was Juan Mata, who we talked about on Thursday as kind of like that's the United guy that's probably the safest in cash. His ceiling's not that high, but. He'll probably be on some set pieces. Was he in your thought process at all? Yeah, he was instead of Phillips. Yeah, but then I go down to Young to who to Valencia. Oh, you I, couldn't do both. I'm not right, and I don't. I don't want to take both. Gotcha. I, I I only want one Man United player. Yep. I'd rather be a fullback. I'd rather it be Ashley Young. But it's like, okay, can I go up from Phillips to Mata, and then from Adrian I could go down to another goalkeeper, and that's fine. Mm-hmm. But then I have Young and Mata together. I'm not not a big fan of that. If I go down from Young to Zabaleta and get all that cash and then put Mata in, then I could have Ederson and then leave fourteen hundred on the table. Like, 
I'm not. I'm, I'm not going. I'm not removing Pereira and Adam. Right. I could go from Adam to Mata, and then from Young down to Zabaleta. It's like, what do I gain in that spot? To me, it's like to to me, it's the same thing. To me, at in best case scenario, it's equal. In best case scenario, right. And you show me Mata without taking any set pieces, and then I'm looking at you going, why? Why did I do this? <laughs> I'd rather have I'd rather have Young without set pieces than Mata without set pieces. Sure, sure. For sure. Right. So that's so that, that's how I looked at it. Goalkeeper didn't matter. Goalkeeper, as long as I weren't, wasn't going all the way down. I don't want to go all the way down. I'm fine. Pretty much my targets were, were Adrian and, and Foster. And and Pope, only if I'm not playing young. Mm-hmm. And I played Butlin in one GPP lineup because he fit at the end. <laughs> right? Just, I had that money, but he was a little too priced up. Mm-hmm. But it's like, without playing Everton, without playing... Uh, who did West Ham play? Hodges, uh, uh, Burnmouth. Burnmouth, yeah. Yeah, Jordan Ibe wasn't an option to me. I agree. Frazier, 7,100. There was no way I was playing him. No way I was playing him. Like either of the fullbacks. I mean, Ibe's an option if you need a forward spot. But, I mean, I could. yes, you're right. I could have, instead of playing Phillips, played Ibe and gone down from uh, Adrian to Foster. I could have done that. I mean, I was considering doing that, but I'm like, why am I playing Ibe in a in a in a utility spot at 6,200? If Ibe was 5,000, eh, okay. Now we're talking. Now I can move places. It's like why I'd, Ibe, unless he's going to fill a, a forward spot. I mean, yeah. I mean, what's it? He's going to be splitting set pieces. He's a early sub risk, and it's a they're they're underdog mm-hmm. on the road. They're playing a three four three, which means he's not even completely out wide. Right. I w- hey, if you played Aguero only and then Ibe, and then went balanced and you played like a Shakiri or something like, ah, okay, that line of Ibe makes sense in. Mm-hmm. But if you're plugging an Ibe in a in a in a midfield spot, I think you screwed up. Like if you plug Sane or Sterling in a midfield spot because you're playing three. Man City players, okay, that makes sense. You're, I mean, Man City is a million whatever favorite. I mean, okay, I get it. I get that lineup construction. I, I didn't go that way, but I got those. I saw those. I saw the Aguero, Sterling, Sane lineups. Mm-hmm. I saw the, I saw the Aguero Sane. I saw the Aguero Sterling. I saw the KDB Aguero. I thought I saw threes, twos, and threes. Any way you went. And if you said, I'm going to fade Aguero, I'm going to take KDB and Sané, I could under- all of those I understand regardless of what the results were. You're, taking, you're just going two-man city, three-man city. Hopefully I get the right ones, and so be it. Okay, I, I get it. I didn't, over- I didn't try to overthink it. I'm taking the two most obvious guys. Give it, just, yeah, I, whatever <laughs> happens, happens. Yep. If Sterling shows up with three goals, then I lose, okay, to the people that have him. If Sané shows up with two assists and a goal— Fine, fine, then I don't have, but I'm going with the two most obvious options. But if you're taking three of them, if you're taking two or three or whatever, and whatever the way you build around, uh, the, all those constructions seem to be fine. But if you're taking two and then playing I'm in a midfield spot, you screwed up. Same for Mares. If you're taking two of them and playing Mares in a midfield spot, I, 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 I don't think that's the, the, the was the correct optimal construction, regardless if Mares scored or not. Mm-hmm. I agree. That's why. I, right. Aguero Mares, <laughs> fine. Yeah. Right. If I, but I'm saying if you're taking one Man City player 
all those options make if you have good Munson in a fall I mean good Munson's cheap enough I mean I mean good Munson at least has like all the set pieces for Burnley I you don't get that with mm-hmm. but I mean I'm not saying that he's a good I mean we're, we're like he's like slightly above Jordan Ibe so it's not like I'm saying that much but from a construction standpoint, if you took three Man City players and didn't cash because you didn't have, like, Montreal or whatever like that, I don't think you did anything wrong. And if you took two Man City players and not Montreal and didn't cash, I mean, you got Aguero, you took Aguero, Sané, then did, like, Zabaleta, Zigalar, or something like like I think that was a viable construction, even if you didn't make the cash line in a double up. Mm-hmm. Viable. It, w- it turned out it wasn't optimal. Yeah, it's an outlier. Montreal was an outlier result. Yes, that's completely outlier. Now take twenty points away from him, from Montreal, and then see where you would have stood. Mm-hmm. If you would have gotten past the cash line, then I, I think you made a viable lineup construction in that way. I agree. Now, if you faded Man City completely, and I, I don't care. Well, I cashed even. I, I played KDB, yeah. no Aguero, but I managed to get the, the Mares goal, and, and I played Shakiri and I got uh, something. I, I played Lacazette. I yeah, mean, Lacazette, no, Mares you, and, um, yeah, Vardy or something. <laughs> right, right, like, right. If you if you play as a cash lineup, then it, I don't care. They, oh, I came in I came in fourth out of 11. Then my like, – like, yeah, good, good. Keep on relying on, like, three guys that are goal-dependent to all score in your one line. <laughs> right? Like that. I played Aguero, Mar- Aguero, Vardy, Lacaz. I mean, that that's not that's that's not a reliable cash lineup. You, you, you got there this week, right? Did you think of any of the other West Ham guys? Mostly, like, Lanzini? Actually, probably- I played Lanzini, Lanzini in, in GPP. Just too expensive. Yeah, West Ham isn't that great of a team. I don't care if they're favored over Bournemouth, but I mean, they're not, I don't consider Bournemouth to be that much worse than West Ham. Yeah, that's fair. I'll go with a lower-owned Lanzini. Hopefully, maybe he takes all the set pieces and Cresswell doesn't, or I'll go for it. But I mean, they're 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 too expensive. Yeah. I mean, I play I I like I always do when he's going to be lower-owned uh, as he always is. Gotta, play I was going to say, yeah, knows the lineup, right? Of course, Arsenal starts scoring goals, and Ozil has no part of it. He had an assist. Yeah, eventually. Yeah. Right. The six points with an assist, or seven points with an assist, is always, doesn't scream a uh, cash player. <laughs> right. Well, I, you also don't expect a goal to assist out of Montreal. Fair. Maybe next time you will. I don't think. Yeah, but he's always uh, he's always underowned. Monreal? Yeah, no. Oh, Ozil. Ozil. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I mean, he was twice as uh, less owned than Lacazette. Yeah. Maybe rightfully <sighs> so. I don't. I don't know. I mean, just even Owobi was more owned than. O- I mean, like, like just no one like. And he, he wasn't that expensive. He was like what seventy eight hundred mm, or something. Somewhere around there. Yeah. Yeah, he was. He was. He was priced in the same way Lanzini was. In that range, all Brighton. Like, you take a look at this and you go, do you want Lanzini, Albright, or Ozil? I'm like, I'm taking Ozil. Mm, yeah. I... In this slate? In the, 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 these matchups? Yeah, in those matchups. Yeah, I guess. In those prices? I guess. Ozil has more goal. Uh, to me, Ozil has more goal upside than Albrighton does. Albrighton yes, at 7,400 sure. needs to, I mean, Watford needs to go down and Albrighton needs to cross 18 times. I mean, like, that's, 
That's what you need for 7,400. If Auburn's 5,800, then it's a different story. Lanzini has to score, get an assist at his price. Yeah. Ozil does also. Oh, I was going to say uh, that, yeah. Arsenal at home against Crystal Palace, I think, is a much better opportunity to score a goal than West Ham versus Bournemouth. But I'm saying of of Albrighton, Lanzini, and Ozil, who gets to 10 easier without a goal or an assist? It has to be Albrighton. Probably, yeah. Barely. <laughs> but Ozil, and if it's barely, also, then it's I'm, barely over Lanzini. It's not barely over Ozil. Right, but Ozil... It depends on what Arsenal does with set-piece situation. Because without Alexis on the field to poach, like it's it's possible Xhaka maybe takes a corner or two, but Ozil takes, you know, even if he takes all more set-piece opportunities. Even if he takes all of them. I like Ozil more than Albrighton, who takes a, a third of them at most. Hmm. Right? I don't think so. Lanzini, who could possibly take none of them. Sure. Right? He could take all of them. He could take none of them. That's Yes. Albrighton could take some of them. He could take none of them. Yeah. Without Alexis on, Ozil has more opportunities to at least take free kicks, if not corners. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. So that's why I, 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 I look at Ozil more of a cash play than Lanzini. Um, Albrighton probably has a more consistent floor, but his floor is for seventy four hundred is not ridiculously high. They're they're all low. They're lower for their price, but they're not low floor. I mean, Lacazette has a lower floor. Sure, sure. Right. But I'm saying Ozil has a low floor for the player he is with the responsibilities he has. That's correct. But it's still better than ninety percent of the other options in that price range. Sure, sure. Right, so I mean, we're we're still we're still comparing it to that. We're still comparing it to all of mm-hmm. that. I'm saying I think Albrighton and Lanzini are both better, have better floors than Ozil. I don't think I don't they're think significantly better, but I think they're better. It depends on the matchup. I think Ozil did. This was a perfect matchup for matchup. Ozil, right? right? I mean, it's obviously results now, but like, yeah. Well, they went up four goals in 15 minutes. What else does he have to do? Well, that's the problem. He didn't do anything did. in there. I mean, he got the assist. He got one assist. Yeah, of four but once you, once you go, once you're once you're up that much by 15 minutes, now you just you're going through the motions. Well, how many peripherals do you expect anyone to get anymore? They're just gonna like let, let the clock run out mm-hmm. at that point, right? It's not like they scored late. It's not like it was four nothing and three of the goals came in the 70th minute and above. I mean, they were four nothing ahead 15 minutes in. Yeah, I, I think the reason you don't play Ozil more in cash is not because of price. Well, That's let's all. see what happens. Alexa, Alexis is on Man United right. now. So. Right, which means so. Mkhitaryan will start taking corners. <laughs> that Exactly. That's what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. They'll all split. Right. Well, no, they'll, they'll, well, they'll, they'll split and it'll all be short corners. Right. But now what do we do with Man United? We, have to, we have, obviously have to wait and see. I think, yeah, I think Alexis will be the first one who becomes cash viable. I think he'll end up taking corners or maybe splitting with Mata. But I think he'll I, I don't play think, him I don't well before anybody else. Yeah, but I don't think immediately. I think you will not do it the first game, but I bet you'll really consider it the second game. Right. Well, you have to wait and see type of mm-hmm. thing. Because typically, typically when you're talking about set-piece routines, like this is something that you, you do in training. Mm-hmm. Like I, 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 I doubt 
that Alexis is just going to walk in and be like, well, I'm going to be in charge of set pieces. Uh, I'm not going to wholly disagree with you, but I, I, I wouldn't put it past them to do it right away. They don't play again until the 31st. Right. Like they but have, you, they're yeah. at Tottenham, of course. So maybe that's not the best way to find out. Yeah, but how do you think it's going to work with like uh, direct free kicks right outside of the box? I mean, I think he takes like, them. Not Pogba? Yeah. Really? Yep. I think that'll be interesting. Mm-hmm. Well, let's see if Pogba takes them and then Alexis pouts. <laughs> right? Or something. Right. Right? They'll both be standing Alexis over them. A... You're right. They're prob- they'll probably split those. Right. But I but, think uh, anything but, else but Al- Alexis takes. Yeah, but Alexis has a lot more people and personalities to deal with at Man United than he did at Arsenal. I don't know if that's a good or a bad thing for him. Maybe that's what he wanted. Uh, but, I mean, Mourinho's not going to put up with him. Like, that type of shit. No, Mourinho's going to, like, revolve the attack around him. Oh, he's going to do the opposite. Yeah, he's I think it's say, the opposite. This is the new guy, and then we're going to exploit to the most of our ability. I think that's exactly what they're going to do. No, I think he turns into Eden Hazard. Oh, no, 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 oh. Wait, or so, so you're basically saying that you think that Martial and Rashford are going to be in the doghouse now? That Alexis signing basically says to them, uh, you're not good or consistent enough that we had to bring this guy in. Well, Rashford was already there. Rashford's there right now. He didn't need Alexis to come to do that. He hasn't started in forever. Right. Martial, I feel bad like Mar- But they could start a front three of Martial, Alexis, and Lukaku. I think Lingard's done. I think Bottom might play a little less. Like, Rash- like Rashford was, I don't, I don't even think about Rashford anymore. They could, they, I mean, they could technically play with Alexis and Lukaku side by side. They could, yep. Yeah. Play a 1-2 or play, you know, something like that, and then play almost a 4-4-2. Yeah, absolutely. And then play play Pogba and Modic centrally yep. as two midfielders, and then play uh, Mata and... Martial. Mar- yeah, well, Martial can't really play as a true winger. I mean, he can't. Yeah, I mean, he yes, has, yeah. technically he can, yeah. but defensively he's not good That's enough true. to play that. That's true. Right. I, I look at that and I go, and then you have Ashley Young behind him? <laughs> right. right. <laughs> I mean, like, the, uh, good thing you have Ashley Young behind to cover defensively. Right. That's Or they, they could play, they could play uh, I'm thinking more in terms of them playing, it, I, I, I see a 4-3-3. Four, a four, three, three. Yeah, I, see, I think so too. I, I see, right, I see you elect. Maybe March could be all three. You're right. And then you play Pogba, yeah. Mata, Matic behind. Yep. And that's actually probably a better position for Mata anyway. Because yeah. mm-hmm. you have Mata and Pogba playing like in front of Mata. Right, I was going to say. They're, yeah, it's like in, a 4 one, two, three, something right, like that. Right, right, exactly. Right. Gives them both opportunities to move forward, but Matic is just the anchor back there. Yeah. And then Herrera could always, and then like late in the game, Herrera could come in for Mata. Exactly, or Fellaini. Or, or, and if, or if they, well, if they need a goal, then maybe Fellaini comes yep. in for Mata. Yeah, either one. Or Fellaini comes in for for Matic, or, and then up front, then you could p- replace Martial with Rashford or Lingard. Yep. Or move or replace, put Herrera in for Mata. Uh, put Herrera in for Martial, and then move Mata into that. Yep. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. They got a lot. That that makes the most mm-hmm. sense. Mm-hmm. 
Either way, it just muddies up more. It actually, it maybe even makes it easier for uh, for Man United. Makes it easier to just go either you take Alexis or Lukaku or a fullback or you're done. Yep. I think when you think of I need United exposure, I think you'll you'll go to Alexis immediately. I don't know if you'll finish right, there, like, but he'll be the first guy you think about. Right, just like you did with uh, with us. Yeah, exactly. Right. Because we don't really have a United guy like that, right? We just had the slate at Burnley. Uh, yeah, let me get some United. And then you're like, huh? Okay, Ashley Young, I guess. And you didn't need him, but like you're not dying to take anybody else either. Right. Now you'll have Alexis. Right. Let's see what. And if Alexis ends up taking a, having a Seppi's monopoly, then it's just like the Seppi's monopoly. He's going to be a fourteen thousand dollars soon. No, nah, I mean he'd be a twelve K player. Yeah. He'd be eleven. Mm-hmm. He'd it he'd be the one where, you know, you 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 play him and hope Kane doesn't score. Right. Exactly. Right, because it's like one or the other and you can't play both. Exactly. That'll be fun. It makes it makes Lukaku even a better GPP player. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. I played Lukaku on Yahoo to last or Saturday. I'm now convinced he's never gonna score again. Right. Well it also makes Pogba like an ultra, I mean, it turns Pogba into Deli Ali. Oh, don't who he already was. I mean, Pogba don't. was already not the, the best options, but it becomes like he's further away, right? Even further, right? But I mean, Pogba could show up with two goals at any time mm-hmm. and an assist or something and get tackles and everything yeah. and take five shots. You don't know what week it's going to be, but he's going to be six percent off or something yep. like that. Say for Marshall on the other side of Man United, you know, Man United at home against Huddersfield or something. Like you look, it's like it's hard. It'd be, they become very close if if they're good. If they do, if they if things work out this way, they become very similar to how you treat Tottenham. Uh, yeah, where, yeah, where where they're a heavy favorite, and you're like you're scared of fading the one per like right. Like I I could either take Alexis or I could take. Two players. I could take, like, young Lukaku or Leung and Martial or something like that. Mm-hmm. You're like, you're not ha- just like in Tottenham where it's like Kane, the fullbacks, Erickson, Son. Like, I think they're going to score three goals, but if Kane doesn't score them, I'm screwed right. if I have them. And then if I take Erickson and he gets only five points, <laughs> I'm screwed. And then if I take Son... Son could have two goals and an assist, or he could have three points and come out at 60 minutes. Mm-hmm. And then Deli Ali is 1% owned and scores a hat trick. Right. Like, it's like that type of situation. Man City I don't think it's going to be that easier. bad. Right, Man City becomes easier now. I mean, in comparison. Man City, we look at him and we go, okay, you're going to take... Because at least with Man City, it's like, let me just reserve two spots. Yeah. And whichever one happens or whatever, whatever it is, let me reserve three spots and whatever. I don't think Man United is ever going to be as much of a favorite over someone as Man City is a, a favorite over someone. I agree. Where you're like, I need to reserve three spots for Man United. Right. I totally agree. Or I need, right, I need to play Sanchez and Lukaku. Yeah, even two, I'm not sure you'll ever line. get to that point. Right. Maybe, but... Man City, Man City has just run away with the the league so much that, like, unless they're playing a top, so- a top side, they're going to be a minus 500 favorite against anyone else in the Premier League. Right. And if they're on the slate and there's no other team, there's no Liverpool versus Swan. I was going to say, I think Liverpool is the only other one that would push down Man City ownership. 
Right, because they're the, they're the another easier right. side. Right. It's easier to say you just want Salah or Ox. Yep. And if you're going to play two, you just play both. Right. And unlikely to play Firmino other than GPP. Right. I think or Mane the, and GPP. I think the best or worst case scenario is you get to the slate and you say, I need I can pick two of Sal- Salah, Ox, Aguero, and KDB, and they're both gigantic favorites. And where right. do you go from there? Right. And the safest option would be probably be Ox and KDB. Right. Right. Which yeah. will guarantee then, the, then you hat- have to... the double hat trick of. Right. Well, which means you have to fade the hat tricks right. on the other side. Yep. At least with Kate, with see the thing about Tottenham in in comparison is that Kane has enough of a shot floor that he's a viable. Like I want as much Tottenham exposure as possible and just take Kane. Yes, yes. Like he's someone that absorb. It's the same way that Alexis was at Arsenal, where we see Arsenal as a heavy favorite and go, "Well, I just need to take Ar- uh, Alexis." Yep, and I'm good. And I'm good. Right. Right. He has enough of a play. You know, you get 20 points without even, you know, without even a goal. Mm-hmm. Love an assist and a bunch of shots and everything. Yes. Kane is very similar way, but you don't get that out of. I don't even think. I think you don't even get that out of Aguero anymore. I agree. Kane will take eight shots. Aguero, Aguero used to take he a used lot to, of shots. Yeah. Right. But Kane. Kane's on another level I put right Kane, now. I put. It, it, maybe not talent wise. No, no, I just mean, Kane, yeah, shot wise, floor wise. Right. But I mean. But Kane, I put at the same level that I we used to consider Cristiano Ronaldo. Yes. Yep. Used, used to. Because I don't even think you consider that now. No. But I remember two years ago that, you know, Real Madrid's on a Champions League slate, and they're a minus 600 or above favorite. It's like, all you need to do, they're going to score five goals. Uh, like, do you play Ronaldo and Bale together? Do you play Kroos? Yeah. Just play Ronaldo. Just play Ronaldo. He'll, he's he's going to take nine shots, yep. six on goal, Two goal, like just don't. All the production is just gonna. If you have him, like that's all you're gonna need. Yeah. Uh, and then you plug, and then he becomes a cash play, and he's fifty three percent done. Exactly. Right. Kane is a similar way. It's just it's just a matter of Tottenham not being a good enough. I mean, they're a good team, but not a good enough team to be that significantly favored, unless they're at home against a, a relegation side. Right. Man City against a mid-table side away is a big enough favorite sure. to take two players from. Sure. Right. Kane, you look at and you go, away to Southampton. Okay, that's not a gimme. Mm-hmm. Depending on the slate. Right. That's why if Man City or Tottenham are on the same slate, like I, I'll always lean Man... I'll, I'd rather take Aguero than take Kane. In those similar situations. Yeah, I agree. I think. I think. I fade. I mean, yeah, I fade Kane way more than I take Kane. So, my right. my instinct is to say, yeah, give me the other guy. That burns me plenty, though. <laughs> All right. Anything else? No, I think that's yeah. it. All right. If anybody has any follow up questions, you can find Jordan on Twitter at Blenderhead. That's Blender HD. I am at Rotowire Andrew. We're available usually in the Rotowire Slack chat, which is open for all sports now, but uh, I obviously spend more time in soccer than anything else. Jordan uh, is all over the place there. So if you have any questions, you can find him there as well. Uh, we'll be back on Thursday, to, or actually, yeah, we'll be back Thursday, uh, but the, there is not a Premier League slate this weekend it's next tuesday and wednesday so we uh i don't know if we'll preview that yet whether they'll have the uh, the slates up what 
Uh, one sleep that will be up is the new uh, Yahoo Rotowire Cup, which uh, is open to everyone now. Um, I have there's a link that is out now on the uh, at Rotowire Soccer Twitter account that anybody can find there, and then it should be in the Yahoo lobby after today's slate because I believe Liverpool's on that slate or Swansea, one of them. So come join us on Yahoo and uh, try something new, or join us again for uh, after we had the Holiday Cup uh, a few months ago. So. We'll see you or talk to you on Thursday. Thank you for listening to the Rotowire Fantasy Soccer Podcast. For more great content, visit rotowire.com slash soccer.